candle lit for our Advent candle today. So we're going to have Miss Oliveri and Lily Cleaver come on up. On them light has shined, for a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Today, we remember the prophets of old who demanded to be heard, who dared to speak of a child to come, unexpected liberator of the people, vulnerable incarnation of the holiest of holies, a new name of God. Today, we give thanks for the prophets among us who bring to us surprising new visions of hope, who challenge us to think outside the box who show us a future we never anticipated. On this first Sunday of Advent, we light this candle as a symbol of the prophets who renew our faith and remind us of what may be. in his word and the flesh praise the Lord for sharing 
his word with us so that we can have some guidance and some knowledge and understand how this relationship. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. Jordan. The people walk in darkness, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. Burn destroying the yoke breaking God. Glory. Hallelujah. We're going to go to Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, the child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your soul too. Bless the word of the Lord. Let it find fertile soil in our hearts and minds. Yeah. 
truly anointed garment. Dedicated ministry. Dedicated ministry. Two words. I like those. Yes, sir. Always there. Always there. Even when she don't want to be, amen. <laughs> yes, in the back, Joseph. Pleasant smile. In the front here. Beautiful and radiant. Beautiful. Radiant. Yes, sir. Thoughtful and caring. Thoughtful and caring. Yes, sir. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. In the back, Sylvia? Like servant. True servant. Yes, ma'am. Jessica? Faithful and caring. Faithful, caring. Tina? Got your back. Got your back. Two words. Yes, sir. Supportive and humble. Supportive and humble. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. God chosen. God chosen. Last one, June. That's too many words. Never too busy to help. Okay, last one right here. Great personality. Great personality. Let's give Pastor Kelly a round of applause. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. You are so kind and so funny. And I thank you. 20 years, y'all. 20 years. Help us to open our minds and hearts 
to all the promises that you have for us. Holy Spirit, guide us in understanding the true hope that we find in you. Draw us closer to you and closer to each other. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen, amen and amen. I cannot tell you enough that it is so, it's just heart feeling, heartwarming to be standing here celebrating 20 years of ministry. 20 years since the day the Lord called me into ordained ministry. 20 years of walking this incredible journey with all of you. You all are, you all are my extended family, my brothers and sisters in Christ. And that means that for the last 20 years, minimum, because it's been more than 20 years, that we have spent time together praying, praising, worshiping, celebrating, thanksgiving, and doing all the things that we as Christians do. And I am humbled and grateful. As we enter Advent season, my friends, it is a season of expectation. How many of you expect God to show up in your life? I hope you do. It's a season of longing. How many of you all long for Jesus to come back? If you're not longing, please come. let me talk to you. <laughs> I want Jesus to come back right now. How many of y'all are hoping? Do you all have any hopes today? If you had to say one thing that you are hopeful for, what's one or two things that you are hoping for right now? Healing. Healing. Peace. Peace. Say it again. Help me out, y'all. I can't hear. Help. 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 Oh, some help. Absolutely. Especially in this holiday season. I need some help getting the tree down, some help getting the decorations up, some help getting the meal done. Amen. What else are we hopeful for? Joy. Praise God. Peace. Peace. Getting along with our family, right? Yeah. During the holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> Getting along. That things will go well. That people will stay healthy, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things that we are hopeful for. But a lot of times I think that when we, we start hoping and anticipating something to happen, we get a little bit impatient. Anybody ever got impatient with the Lord? What you ask for isn't happening fast enough. Sometimes we need an adjustment in our waiting, and we have to learn to wait well. Tell your neighbor, wait well. That means we learn how to do waiting very well. And in the season of Lent, of expectation of hope, we have to adjust our expectations of who Jesus is and what he has come to do in this world. Tell your neighbor, get adjusted, my friend. <laughs> We are tired of waiting, most of us. We want things to happen right now, today. How many of y'all are waiting for a special Christmas gift? All the kids should have their hands up. My grandkids started giving me their Christmas gift back in July. They list back in July. I was like, we, we didn't even get to some birthdays yet. We haven't even had Thanksgiving or Halloween. You already giving me your Christmas list. Anybody waiting for something very special this year? What Christmas gift are you hoping for? Nobody's waiting for a Christmas gift? Gail? Financial blessing. Oh, somebody! Hallelujah! I was hoping somebody said it, Gail. Dallas, what 
That Oculus video game. I know he keep reminding me, y'all. He keep reminding me. That Oculus video game. Who else is waiting for something? Go ahead. A, a Jordan collection. Wow. You got high hopes. High hopes. <laughs> Look, all the kids like, let's get mad in right now. Let's get mad in. At least what you waiting for? A bluey collection, your bluey dolls, Phoenix. A dirt bike. Who is that? A car. A car. What? A car. These young people got some high, high hopes. A what? A Tokyo Hotel t-shirt. Okay, you catching us up. I don't think none of us have heard of that one. Praise God. Okay, all of y'all grandparents and aunties and uncles, I hope y'all heard the kids gave their list. That young lady who walked the car though. <laughs> what kind of car you want? <laughs> You're talking about a real car. <laughs> I had a lot 
learning to do. So I started seminary and I thought, seminary is three years. I'm going to be in and out and done. So I took my little five, she was four at the time, Whitney was four years old, and we marched on to Pittsburgh to go to seminary. And we're at seminary and she's doing well and I'm doing well and I'm just thinking, Lord, you're going to get me through. Never did I know all the hiccups that was going to come along the way. It was some mighty, some mighty different changes and turns as I went along. I never thought that my husband was going to show up with a bouquet of flowers and propose to me while I was in seminary. I never thought that I was going to get married while I was in seminary. Never thought I was going to get pregnant at my last year in seminary and be walking across the stage with a big old belly in seminary. Never thought that once I graduated seminary, I thought I was going to get a job immediately. Nope. The Lord had a different plan, and I had to sit at home and wait. Tell your neighbor to wait. When I first started working and Glenville New Life finally gave me my first calling, I just knew I was going to have a big, big check. <laughs> well, my friends, it was bigger than what I had ever had. <laughs> but it wasn't quite as big as I wanted it to be. And I thought, okay, not this year, not the first year, maybe the second year. Well, my friends, I continue to wait. <laughs> the entire time that I was in school, I never understood all the different ways that God was going to wind our path. I never thought I would leave the building of Glenville New Life Community Church. I knew that I was going to retire from Glenville New Life Community Church. And then the Lord said, no, we got a different plan for you. And he began to merge the two churches together. And again, we had some waiting to go through. We had some growing to go through. We had some hoping to go through together. But there is always beauty in God's plan. Tell your neighbors, beauty in God's plan. God's ways are never our ways. His thoughts are never our thoughts, are they? But God had a plan and a promise for my life. He had a plan and a promise for the lives of all of us here at New Life at Calvary. But sometimes we had to wait. Tell your neighbor, keep waiting. Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus, and it means the coming, the coming. The word calls us to both celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ as well as prepare for his future return. At the center of our faith as Christians is that Jesus began in a humble manger. Now, how many of you all know that if you personally were the God of the universe, you probably would not choose to come back to earth in the form of a baby, would you? You would come with your chariots blazing, your music behind you, and you would be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Jesus decided to come as a baby. Think about that. That means he had to grow up. He had to wait on certain things to happen to, and to be prepared. And just like he went through some growing pains, say growing pains, we too go through some growing pains, don't we? And part of those pains is to learn to wait. We are waiting on Jesus. Tell your neighbor, keep waiting. In our scripture reading, there's a man that we talked about. His name is Simeon. 
Simeon was born at a time before the New Testament even existed. All he had was the Old Testament. He didn't know anything about, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. He didn't know anything about Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. He didn't have any of those things at his hands. He had the Old Testament. And he would read the book of Isaiah. He would go to church. And he was an elderly man. And he had been going to church all his life. Say all his life. All the scripture called him a righteous man. And, and he had been filled with the Holy Spirit. And he had gotten a message from Jesus. And the Lord told him, you will not die until you see the Messiah. Now, if you had got that message and you were 20 years old, how many of you all would be thinking you're going to see the Messiah by the time you're 30? You might see him by the time you're 40, right? Definitely by the time you're 50, you're going to see the Lord. When he had got to about 60, 65 years old, do you think he started getting a little impatient? Like the Lord, you said I was going to see you. When are you coming? When are you going to get here? By the time he got to his 80s and 90s, I'm sure Simeon was like, he said he was coming. Have you ever had to wait on somebody to show up? They told you they was going to give you a ride. And you waiting. And you waiting. And you getting mad. <laughs> it's one minute late. <laughs> Two minutes like you calling them like you said you was going to be here. <laughs> Simeon is now 100 years old in this story. He's over 100. Some even think he might have been as old as 112. They don't know for sure. But he was at least 100 years old. And he had yet to see the baby Jesus. Would anyone have given up and said, he ain't coming. I must have heard the Lord wrong. <laughs> he might have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna let that, I'm not a prophet. I'm going to let that go. He might have been telling his friends and family members, I'm going to see Jesus before I die. They probably started laughing at him. Yeah, you said that when you was in your 50s. And he 100, you 100. You still ain't seen Jesus. Simeon had lived through wars. He had seen destruction and crime and violence. The world he lived in was not a safe place. And yet, say and yet, he got up and went to church. He worshiped. He praised. He kept reading that Old Testament that he had. And he trusted in God's promise. He learned to wait well. Tell your, tell your neighbor to wait well. His words bring consolation. Say consolation. consolation. Consolation means encouragement and comfort. Simeon knew that he wasn't just making a mere wish. He had heard the voice of Jesus, and Jesus told him, you're going to see the Messiah before you die. That's an amazing prophecy to have. And it wasn't just hopeful and empty wishing Simeon was trusting that God was going to fulfill the promise that he had made to Simeon. How many of you know that God has made a promise to you in your life? But it may be it hasn't come yet. And you might be getting a little frustrated thinking, Lord, you said I was going to have this and it has not shown up yet. 
One of the hardest parts of being a pastor for me is that I know people love the Lord, but they begin to give up when things take too long. They become a part of a church and they on fire for Jesus. But then they start coming every Sunday and they get discouraged. And then after a while, they start sitting in the back. And then that's all of a sudden, you only see them every once in a while on a Sunday. <laughs> Have you ever seen a person like that in the church get so discouraged because they're tired of waiting and they stop being a part of the church? There are those that you know, they couldn't wait to have that new job. Then they got the new job and they didn't get the raise that they wanted. They didn't get the promotion that they thought they deserved. They didn't get the things that they wanted to happen. And so they gave up and they quit that job all too soon. Anybody can say amen to that. Amen. What about the people that get married? I mean, y'all been married or you just love that person. But then after the first week, you're like, I am about to kill you. And I don't know why I married you. <laughs> I can say that's my testimony. I still remember Terrence and I were flying to Hawaii on our honeymoon. And I was thinking, can I push him out the plane? <laughs> like, how can I open the door without killing everybody but him? <laughs>
of worship, he says, I have seen the Messiah. Says, my eyes, he sounds like Martin Luther King. I think Martin Luther King must have got that scripture. My eyes have seen the glory. That's what Simeon says. My eyes have seen. And he goes over and I'm sure he's an older man and they're probably looking at him like, hold up, why are you trying to touch my baby like that? Because <laughs> we get like that, don't we? But Mary and Joseph didn't question. They passed their baby right to Simeon. And Simeon blessed him and, and said, this is him. This is the Messiah, the one that we have been waiting for, the one that we have been expecting, the one that we have been hoping for. Jesus is alive, my friend. He is going to come back. So when we're talking about what are we waiting for, for Jesus because he made a promise that he was coming back for me. I'm waiting for Jesus because he made a promise he was going to heal me. I'm waiting for Jesus because he made a promise that I would never leave you or forsake you. I'm waiting for my Lord. That's who we're waiting for. Amen. That is the gift of the Advent season that we are just not idly by waiting. We know we are actively seeking and longing for our Jesus because he said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So let's all keep waiting and wait well. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for the gift that we find in you. And we pray, Lord, that you are our most high God. You are the Prince of Peace. You have been born again into our world and and when you are there, Holy Spirit, there is no loneliness. There is only comfort because of your presence. So we pray, Holy Spirit, help us to wait well. Help us to shift our eyes to the promise of you, the true gift of Christmas. We pray, Lord, that you will fill our hearts with hope, knowing that our promises are in you, our faithful one true Savior. Jesus Christ, you are the source of our everlasting hope. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. You may all rise. And we're going to sing our selection with the praise team. This I believe. I believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And as they are singing, we are going to be getting ready for communion. Amen. And so if you do not have your communion cups, make sure you get your communion cups at this time. Those of you that's at home, please make sure to get your communion.
this is the table of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. Our Lord and Savior invites all of us who love him, who believe in him, who are longing for him and waiting for him to receive this Holy Communion meal. But we are not to receive this meal without first examining our hearts and confessing our sins. So at this moment, if you would take a moment to examine your heart and confess your sins. Let us join in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. We have an all good report that on the night of his arrest, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ took the bread and after giving thanks, he said, this is my body, which is broken. And after giving thanks, he said, this is the new covenant sealed in my blood. Whenever you drink of it, do so in remembrance of me. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Let us join together in our prayer of thanksgiving. Bountiful God, we give you thanks that you have refreshed us at your table by granting us the presence of Christ. Strengthen our faith, increase our love for one another, and send us forth into the world in courage and peace. Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us all rise to sing, Thank You, Lord. And if you weren't able, we didn't um, have you all come up for the prayer. But if you would like to pray with myself or Pastor Antonia later on after service, we would be glad to do so. And if that's not a good time, please call us and we will pray for you at a convenient time for you.
Praise God. If you all would sit briefly for a few announcements. Again, I want to say thank you for this celebration today. I truly appreciate it. I appreciate your love, your gifts, and support. Any December birthdays? All right, Camille, it's a December birthday. Vince, it's a December birthday. Cindy? Cindy, are you standing for yourself? Is that Jackie? Jackie? Reggie? Reggie? Billy, praise God. Oh, Kim, I'm sorry. Kim, I'm sorry. Larry? Larry is a December birthday? Please forgive me. I think get, once I get past really Jackie, y'all see Jackie rush back right here. That's when all y'all faces become fuzzy. And I'm like, <laughs> but Marcy, praise God, happy birthday. Any other birthdays or anniversaries? Any December weddings? Any December? Okay. <laughs> Nobody got married in December. It was too cold, man. Where? Who is that waving, waving in the back? classes are back so please look at the the schedule and the bulletin so that you all can um, be a part of the class pastor antonio has put together all of our ways to be supportive this christmas praise god uh if you all look toward the back that tree to my left your right is the angel tree praise god and the angel tree is your way of taking one child or two or three how many you want and you can get them a gift for Christmas. And, yeah, Pastor Antonio needs the bottom part. You keep the top part and attach it to your gift. That tree in the middle is the hugs tree. Oh, that's the hugs tree? Okay. That's the hugs tree. So the hugs tree is hats, underwear, gloves, scarf, mittens, all those things that kids lose all winter long. We lose all winter long. We give those um, hats and gloves to people who are in need, but we especially take a large portion down to our schoolway park, our adopted school, and they have already called and given a request. They definitely need the hats and the gloves and the scarves and the underwear. They also need sweaters. Y'all know those uniform sweaters that kids wear to school? For some reason, they can't find those. They also now take gently used items. They have a washing machine and a dryer. So you have your kids that wore those blue school uniforms five years ago and you still got them sweaters, break them out. They will wash them and give them out to the kids. So Pastor, Pastor Antonio, where's Rotulu Stars over here? Rotulu Stars over here. Rotulu Stars are the way we support our, our African orphanage in Nigeria. So you purchase a star, you put your name on it, and then the money, all that money goes to the Nigerian orphanage. What else? If your kid needs Christmas assistance, please fill out this form right here on the green paper to provide assistance uh, for so that we can know your kid needs help. And I'm forgetting something. Hmm? 
Oh, thank you. Poinsettias are here in memory and honor of a loved one. And you can purchase a poinsettia. Are they $7? $8 this year? Look, the cost of everything went up, y'all. So we will be reading those names that you submit during the Christmas Eve service. Christmas Eve is on a Sunday this year. We do want you to be praying for Delois Williams. She is in the hospital right now today. So please pray for the Williams family. Is anyone else in the hospital? Reverend Benesi had his surgery and he's doing well, but he's going to have a, quite a recovery. Right. So please pray for him if you all want to drop off a gift card, a food card, or anything like that. So it would take off some of the load on him because walking is an issue because of the surgery that he had. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Am I, Gail? Oh, yes! <laughs> So they're going through all, and there's a lot of pipes, there's a lot of radiators, y'all. So that's the part two of this, is checking the pipes. So when they turn on the, rate, the boiler, they discover whatever problems, they fix it, you know, they turn the boiler back off, fix the problem. So we're still in the boiler phase, we're not all the way done, but we are a whole lot better than we were. So we praise God that the boiler is complete. And we're still waiting on the cleanup plan. They haven't given us the cleanup plan yet, but hopefully that will come soon. All right, let me sit down. Just one last thing, um, just before you sit down. Thank you again, Pastor Kelly, for 20 years of service. We are very grateful for you. Um, you have not given the card. The basket is still back there with Sylvia. Yes, sir. Uh, I just want all the pray for my niece Kelly, her mother passed. We are praying for his niece Kelly and Gail's friend also that passed. That is Gail's friend and Shannon's ex sister in law, but she's a close friend of you too, right? Her best friend and uh, Shannon's very close friend as well, uh, Kelly's mom that died. So that was a big loss for, for all of them. And I do want Mary Jane sent this beautiful card, y'all. Y'all see it says, Thank you. Don't tell me God doesn't answer prayers. Thank you all for praying and caring for Antonio. See you all soon. So grateful. There are amazing people in this world. People like all of you. Love, Mary James. Well, Pastor Kelly, we just again say thank you for your 20 years of service. So we are going to have a reception for you on the way out. You all can get sandwiches. You guys should have a card. Did everybody get a card? With different sandwiches? Okay, well think about, if you didn't get a card, think about what you want. We got veggie, roast beef, and uh, chicken wrap. Okay? And then we're going to get water out there. 
Um, there was something else I wanted to say, but I forgot. So benediction. Uh, let's all rise for the benediction. Um, Lord, send us out into this world, into your grace and your peace, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, just for arming us with the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we go out this week, Lord, give us the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And Lord, we just ask you to just keep us in your in your way and help us to walk in your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Turn to a neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.